We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association ND. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Podcast. It is a tight end and defense Thursday as I talk to my main man, the man, the myth, the legend, as we head in this week 15 slate. You can follow him on Twitter at Statsman22, uh, Mr. Paul Bruno. Paul, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well today, James. How are you doing? I am doing terrific. Of course, I'm yours, James Seltzer. Uh, Paul. Uh, honored to have him with me as always as we uh, round out this season. Unbelievable that we are uh, three weeks away, so uh, uh, important to to try and utilize every second you can to uh, to win money from your friends and and random people. So there's nothing better than that, Paul. Let's uh, let's jump in here and uh, talk a little tight ends here uh, as we uh, have an interesting kind of slate of tight ends here. As as obviously since Gronk has gone out and. Um, you know, Olsen and, and Reed's been injured a little bit. We've kind of had a, an evening out of the tight ends where they're not those, you know, top, top guys. Uh, and instead we have kind of a bunch. So why don't we take the, uh, there are three, excuse me, six guys over 6,000. Let's break them into two groups. Let's look at those first three, 7,200, 6,900, 6,800 in Eifert, Kelsey, and Reed. Are any of those guys going to be in your lineup? I love them all. I think I got to put agree. out at least three lineups, and, and I want to have me, one in each one. I think I uh, totally agree, matchups. Paul. I love yeah. them. 
This is the first time we've been able to say that all season long that we like the top of the board. I this know much. we never. This, this might be a record. Fifteen weeks in, Paul, we finally were into the uh, the top of the tight end. Uh, Crazy, rankings. but it's easy to make a case for all of them. Look at Eifert; he's the key piece in the Cincy passing game. It's a big game for the game against the the Steelers, and he's rolling with a thirteen point five FanDuel. Uh, per week average in his last six games. Then you go to Travis Kelsey. Well, what's the bachelor been doing? He's producing uh, a TD uh, over each of the last four weeks where he's topped 100 receiving yards as well in each of those weeks. He could have a field day here against the 31st ranked pass defense. And finally, Jordan Reed. We know he's a dynamic part of a prolific offense in Washington. And he faces a dejected-looking defense. I highlighted that fact uh, in the Carolina group yesterday, and I, I stick with that. I think he could have a big, big day for them. Paul, totally agree. Like I said, I like all three of these guys. Reed, obviously, you want to make sure he's completely healthy. But, uh, you know, assuming it, it, the reports are good going in, he feels good. Love him against his Carolina uh, pass defense, which has really struggled. Love Cousins. We talked about the wide receivers yesterday. We love them. I love this uh, Washington passing game on Monday night. Um, Eifert's probably, you know, I, I it's so weird to – Say I want the top guy, but I want the top guy. Eifert's just been a beast since coming back. B picked up exactly where he left off last right. season. And obviously maybe the best red zone threat in the league. I think I said last week, and it happens every week, I was like, he's probably the number one bet on this board to score a touchdown each week. And uh, that's an, a really important value to have in uh, FanDuel. Uh, Travis Kelsey also has just been so consistent. I, I just always get mad because my Philadelphia Eagles always end up with the wrong brother. We have... Jason Kelsey at center is not nearly as good as his brother, Travis. And we have Michael Kendricks, who's not nearly as good as his brother, Eric. It is our curse. Paul, uh, three other guys here above 6,000. We have uh, Delaney Walker, 61. Olsen at 63. Uh, How the Mighty Have Fallen. And uh, Jimmy Graham at 64. Are, are you interested in any of these three guys compared to the top three? Or, or are you spending up? I'm I'm thinking that I could make a case for Jimmy Graham. He's was It's been uncharacteristically inconsistent if i can say that tough words to get out anyway uh, you, but, you, you uh, almost did i think it was i close. almost did <laughs> uncharacteristically inconsistent there you go hmm. one for two uh, i have to believe the sea the seahawks tight end goes uh, goes off this week because the seahawks need to get back to their bread and butter after really getting waxed last week and they that should mean a larger dose of tar do dosage of targets for this veteran on the end of of this O-line, and I think he gets a good matchup against a Los Angeles team that has given up some big totals this year. Yeah, And that's pretty I, much it in this range for me. Yeah, I, I could see a case for Walker, uh, but not the best matchup. I'm with you. I, I think, and I like Jimmy Graham too, but I think in most cases I'm going to try and find a way to finagle it where I can get one of those top three guys instead of spending this yeah. price. I'm, you know, either that or I'm going to go a little lower, uh, potentially some of the guys in this range uh, who I might like even more. Let's go 5,500 up to 5,900 here as we look at uh, Zach Ertz uh, of uh, my Philadelphia sad Eagles uh, take, uh, going down to uh, Martell's been at 5,500. Some interesting names in this group here, six names here, Paul. Who you like? I like two of them. I'm going to say Kyle Rudolph. I was on him last week. Uh, all Any receiver that faces Indianapolis obviously gets a look uh, in my book, and Rudolph's no exception. And should be among the most prolific tight ends uh, as a result of this matchup. I think outside of that top three, I think this is the only other guy that I'm really considering. 
But uh, if you're looking for other values, you can make a case also for maybe for Cameron Brait against the Cowboys. I haven't even picked a Cowboy player. I've gone gone against them now. Uh, I can't believe that. What's wrong with me? Uh, but, yeah, uh, something to get you checked out, Paul. Injuries to a couple of not notable wide receivers in Tampa make me uh, favor this call. Brait's target volume has risen in recent weeks, and he's going to get a lot of looks against uh, a defense that has some holes in it in the secondary since the injury depleted and so on. They rank among the bottom uh, five or six in terms of pass defense that Dallas secondary does. So good value play there, I think. Yeah, I like both those calls. They're, they're two of my favorite calls uh, in this, two of my favorite guys in this range here. Uh, I, I, Zach Ertz has been really productive lately, but I, I don't like the matchup with Baltimore, but I still think he's a cash game play at that price. Uh, it's a little high, but he's, you know, again, him and Jordan Matthews are literally the only offensive weapons they have, especially with Darren Sproles and concussion protocol. Who knows how that's going to go? Uh, I think Ertz could see like a thousand targets. Uh, who knows how many he'll convert, but he's been better of late. Uh, I don't hate Ladarius Green either for a tournament play because he's got a lot of upside, but I think I'd rather go with some safer options there. Paul, let's uh, let's get down to the, uh, the nitty gritty here. Uh, let's take, uh, we've got 5,300 Dwayne Allen uh, down to 5,000 here, and then we'll get the uh, true home run plays. Uh, oh, Jason Witten, shocker. Who in uh, this range do you like? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. I try as my bet. I might to avoid talking about Jason Witten. I kind of have to this week again because I think Tampa's just got too many concerns when they look at the offensive arsenal that the uh, that the Cowboys can throw at them. At them yesterday, you mentioned Terrence Williams. His his play has improved at the wide receiver position. That gives you three solid wide receiver options. You know the running back's going to be a factor in their offense. Don't sleep on Jason Witten at $5,000. He might be a, a guy that sneaks up on them, particularly in the red zone. You know he's a favorite target, so you could get all the value you need out of him with one toss to the end zone from short range, if you will. I'll also look at a guy like Hunter Henry. Again, yesterday I said that with the, the Gordon injury at the running back position, it certainly looks they're going to lean on the passing game. And against that Oakland defense, which is one of the very worst pass defenses in all of football, I'd say $5,200 is on Hunter Henry might, might not be the worst thing you could do. And, uh, and I think, uh, you can make a case for that easily. Yeah, Paul, I, I like Henry, but I actually also like the Antonio Gates call there, uh, for a team that essentially is, uh, you know, playing out the string Gates looking to get that record, uh, uh, beat Tony Gonzalez, uh, touchdowns. I, I could see them trying to, at least sure. when they getting close, try and force a couple into him. But, um, uh, Henry, I think is clearly the more productive, uh, guy in the passing game right now. So I think both are actually solid plays there, and I don't hate the Witten call either. Uh, Paul, let's uh, let's uh, go down to the bottom here, down to 4,500 from 4,900. Are there any uh, home run uh, type of plays here that you, that you think you can trust this week? Well, I, I have to look at Dennis Pitta just because of the matchup, number one, and the fact that he's fourth in the, among tight ends and targets and continuing to be that busy against a, a uh, suspect pass defense, particularly in the red zone, he could really reward you handsomely at this low price tag. I'll also make a play uh, case for Charles Clay and what could be an ugly weather game, but he gets the matchup against Cleveland, and uh, that also makes me take up take notice when uh, any offense faces the Cleveland team, they could go off. And and Clay, uh, he's had a bigger role in the, this offense when he's healthy, and all indications that he, are, he is finally. So we could see a spike in his targets this week. Yeah, and Paul, then the uh, last. Oh, you got another. Last, I got one more. Last but not least, 
I'm looking at Jermaine Gresham of the the Cardinals against New Orleans again. This is a situation where the the quality or lack of quality in the pass defense factors in. And this guy's put together four solid weeks in a row where he's averaged nine FanDuel points per week. That's good enough to to be more than 4,500 bucks. Uh, on the pay scale and he's got five receptions in each of his last three games so why wouldn't you take a shot at him at this low price tag if you want to spend up elsewhere yeah i was going to uh i like that call as well but the two names i have were clay and pitta as well uh obviously uh pitta against my eagles which which uh between yesterday's wide receiver podcast and this one paul's now picked every raven possible <laughs> Uh, potentially to troll me, but I, I appreciate it nonetheless. I'm All right. not it. No, I know. I'm money, man. No, I know, Paul. I'm just messing around. I, I actually, like I said, I I've, I agree. The Eagles' past defense is just straight up bad right now. Uh, so uh, I, I like uh, the Ravens' passing game uh, a fair amount, especially for all the values. Let me remind all the fantasy football fans that the season is nearly over and you need to get in and play FanDuel now while you can because it is so much fun. And this year it's been better than ever. It's not just a new season at FanDuel. It's been a new era. They've upgraded our entire experience with real improvements for everyday fans. And they believe you deserve everything that sports has to offer which makes you sports rich try the new FanDuel now just pick your team stand under the salary cap and have all the fun that fantasy has to offer new to the game play in a beginner contest to learn the ropes if you have a dollar there are contests for just a dollar which is often what i have there's 50 50 contests where the top half win cash and you can even settle a score with your friends in a FanDuel's brand new friends mode it's season-long fantasy football with weekly teams plus New features ensure a fair and level playing field. It has been uh, just such a fun season playing FanDuel again, and it season long has been so depressing for me with injuries and and you know guys underperforming and and too much to worry about and and missing out guys on waivers. I don't have to worry about any of that. I can just pick whoever I want each week and root for those guys and watch those guys. And again, I play with my buds in a league, and and it's just so much fun. You can have all the fun that football has to offer, all the fun that fantasy football has to offer. At Vandal, you can be sports rich. Plus, we have a special offer for new users. You can get a free six-month RotoWire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. You just go to FanDuel.com slash RW. And here's the kicker. Not only will you get the free subscription, but you'll have that $10 to play with on FanDuel. So it's like you're getting the subscription and you're playing on FanDuel. It's like I don't even understand why they offer that deal because it's so good. Uh, you know, it's just it's it's a deal that's fun and you get content, great content. Uh, so it's over $40 in value for just 10 bucks that you get to play with. So go to FanDuel.com slash rw all right paul let's uh let's segue over to the defenses uh as we uh we have some interesting options this week is there a lot of uh, a lot of uh you know actually matchups with playoff implications and then a, a fair amount of just ugly matchups as well which is uh, always fun so uh let's uh let's take those three at the top we only have three at five thousand or above uh, the Texans at 5,000, Bills at 51, obviously both of those matchup uh, induced. And then uh, same as well, but also a better defense at 5,200 with Seattle. Uh, any of these three going to pique your interest? I love the – I can make a case for all three. I'm going to make a case for two instead. I'm going to say Seattle has to be considered. They're 5,200 bucks tops on the board, looking for a big rebound after getting shredded last week in Green Bay. I think this team has a lot to answer for on the defensive side of the ball, and they're going to be angry. They're going to take it out on Los Angeles, and I don't I wouldn't be surprised if they get some special teams uh, 
points in a big way in this one. And then uh, I also like Buffalo Bills defense. We've talked about the poor matchup against Cleveland. Everybody's eyes light up when Cleveland comes up on the skate, I think. And uh, I don't think the Bills will be any exception to that. They're going to use their pass rush to make life miserable for whoever throws, tries to throw the ball for Cleveland. It's a mystery every week, it seems. And then a lesser of the three evils, maybe Houston against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's going nowhere again. They'll have trouble moving the ball in this one. And uh, so you can make a case for any, all three of these clubs, I think. Yeah, I think Seattle, uh, I agree. I think Seattle's the clear play. Obviously, L.A. coming off the Jeff Fisher firing uh, Thursday night game. I mean, this just has the, all the makings of uh, of L.A. Just, just coming in and, you know. You know, essing mm-hmm. the bed, as it were. Uh, yep. So I, I, I love that play, especially an angry Seattle team that's just so much better at home. Um, Buffalo, also you, you, anyone against Cleveland, but I think the only one I'm willing to pay up for for sure this week is probably that Seattle D. All right, Paul, let's go 4,900 down to 4,500. Is there a fair amount of options here, obviously, as we go all the way down to the Redskins uh, taking on Carolina, and then we go up, and it's actually a, a big range of teams. So it's, we've had so many buys, it's still kind of shocking when you get to uh, all the teams in there at once. Uh, Paul, uh, so let's go from uh, the Atlanta Falcons at 4,900 down to the Washington Redskins at 4,500. Which way are you leaning on this one? Well, I, I picked the Redskins only because I know that Washington needs this game. Carolina does not, and they've been playing like they don't need any games uh, for weeks now. It just seems like they're taking their lead from their quarterback. Who do- Doesn't he look like the most disinterested guy in football in the last several weeks? He just looks yeah, like, man, I, it's just I, been I, I don't, I'd rather be somewhere else. I'm a Cam fan in general, but it definitely has not been a good season. No, and I think that that, uh, that kind of feeling has uh, permeated the rest of this roster, and that's, that's reflecting on him. I'm not a Cam Newton fan. i got to say that. Uh, so we can go toe-to-toe on that another time. But don't oh, like his attitude. Now. It's, over. it's permeated <laughs> his, his team, and, and the Skins need this game. So I'm on that one. And, and the Packers are another team in this range that I like. Seem to be ra- they seem to be raising their game uh, on both sides of the ball in recent weeks. Look how good they looked against Seattle. I think it's more of the same against a lesser opponent here again in Chicago in a must-win for the Packers uh, in this range. I'll also pick on one team, one more team. Uh, I picked on them. I, I, you're going to hate this. But no, no, it's no, Baltimore. I agree. I was going to pick Baltimore the Ravens, over, too. Yeah. Baltimore over Philadelphia. They're, they're, the it's the best they're, play in this range, I'll, yeah. I'll say it. I mean, the, the, I like that, you know, Wentz is actually coming off potentially his best game of the season. Like, other than one bad throw, he was terrific uh, against Washington. I mean, he's playing with, like, you know, you and me out there. No, we're probably better than that, than what they have out there. So the kid's getting no help. But um, this Baltimore defense is just too good. And I think they shut down a, a weaponless and injured Eagles offense uh, with nothing to play for, ultimately, but pride. Uh, but uh, I, I do. There are a lot of t- uh, Ds in this range that I like in addition. The Ravens was going to be my first choice. But um, I also like the Chiefs going up against Tennessee. Uh, that Kansas City defense is yeah. a, a different entity when Justin Houston is out there. He really does make that much of a difference. Uh, it gave them the one thing they truly lack. So um, I like that matchup a lot. I think Tennessee could run the ball a little bit, but I think that's more of a low-scoring game there. And, and obviously Tyreek Hill returning kicks and whatnot. There's uh, always the potential for some fireworks there. Um, and, and then the uh, last team in this range that – that interests me, and, and uh, it, look, it could blow up in your face, but Matthew Stafford tore ligaments in his hand and is playing with a glove on his hand for the first time, is throwing in, and 
the Giants' defense has been awesome of late, as much as I hate to say it, and, and Paul can, yeah. can say firsthand. So um, I, I really like this Giants matchup against Detroit with an injured Stafford. Obviously, you worry about Detroit, but that offense hasn't been great of late anyway, especially with Riddick potentially out. But um, I, I'm worried about the Stafford injury. I think it could be more of an issue than we think. So uh, I, I like that Giants' D. Paul, uh, let's go 4,400 down to the bottom here. Who are who are the true uh, true blue value plays? We've already had seen some nice uh, nice plays in the, the top or half of the bracket. Yeah, and I don't think there's a lot to find down here. I'll give you one that, that uh, just occurs to me, and that's Arizona Cardinals against New Orleans. Look, we saw New Orleans go off more often than not all season long, but they were limited, surprisingly, almost shockingly, by Detroit a couple of weeks ago. And I think Arizona's defense is... Uh, is uh, a lot better than Detroit's. So I, I I would say if you're going to take a flyer down here, that's where I take that flyer. Yeah, I actually, uh, I, I think I would go big or go home down this low. And I would roll with Jacksonville out at 4,100. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Brock, Brock Osweiler's so bad. I mean, he <laughs> is so bad. And, uh, you know, I, I, again, I think this could be a, a 10-7 type game or something, and uh, uh, Jacksonville is is awful, but at least they've got a couple playmakers on defense. I could see that, at least in terms of home run plays there. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't hate Tampa Bay going up against Dallas, but Dallas doesn't really turn the ball over enough. Uh, the Dak looking a little shaky. Mm. Uh, Tony's going to uh, play. Tony's going to play. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I don't <laughs> hate the Arizona call. I worry a little bit. Uh, but, you know, Bree's coming off two, three-pick games. But uh, one more I'll throw in there is, is even though the past events is susceptible, the Eagles, uh, I, I just could see that Baltimore-Philly game also being one of those low-scoring, ugly, you know, brutal kind of games. But, um, you know, the Baltimore offense is not that dynamic, and the Eagles at least have some playmakers on D. But, um, I think I would rather just save the 200 and take a shot in the dark on Jacksonville uh, or spend up. Paul, it has been a pleasure, sir. Uh, mostly mine, always. Oh, no, it's crazy talk. <laughs> it's crazy talk. Uh, uh, we appreciate it as always. Uh, You're a Paul. famous man. People listen to this guy. He's going to be a star. Oh, Paul, get out of here. I'm, I'm feeding off your you, and I, I just kind of find my way through it. Uh, but no, Paul's the best. He's a, a great guy. Everyone follow him on Twitter at statsman22. And uh, again, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, good luck, everyone. Big week out there. Obviously, go out, uh, win some money with uh, with these tips that Paul's given you, the ones I've given you, you know, be, be a little leery about. But uh, either way, uh, good luck out there. And uh, again, for Paul Bruno, I'm James Seltzer. Thank you for listening to the Week 15 Tight End and Defense Edition of the Rotowire DFS podcast. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.